transformed. Turn into a better version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. You could be so much stronger than this. You could be better than you are today. You could be the highest version you've never reached. I want you to look in the mirror and challenge that man in the mirror because you can lie to everybody in the world, but you can't lie to that mirror. You are now tuned in to the Decisive Point Podcast, where influence meets intellect, the keys to unlocking your full potential. Here's your host, Jeffrey Delgado. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're having an amazing day today. Here in Northern California, it's a beautiful day, but man, it's exciting to hear that they're opening up restaurants to go back indoors. That's a big deal to me. I don't know about you. And also gyms are opening up. That's that's great. I mean, it's been about a year of this. And so to finally hear some positive news that we're finally moving in the right direction. Hey, I think we've heard enough negative news. You can just turn on the news and hear all the negative news. And I I totally get it. But to finally have some good news, I think that's exciting. So I'm going to embrace it. And would you mind embracing it with me? There's some great things, right? I mean, the ability to work virtually. I mean, I've heard people, uh, they're working at a job and that job is never going back to having people go into the office. I mean, come on. I would have died to have that when I was working at a job. Are you kidding me? Work from home. Half of the battle was me getting up and putting some clothes on and having to drive in traffic. So to, to take that out of the equation, oh, come on, that's... That just makes a job 10 times better. Um, Commuting, air quality. I mean, that changes because there's not enough cars on the road anymore that the air quality should get better. But, you know, some of the fun things I looked at uh, with this was, you know, spending time with my family. Gosh, that was been it's been a great year of that, at least. You know, I didn't get a chance to go on any vacations, but we were able to spend a lot of time at home. We had some epic battles of UNO which is a major thing at my place as well. And working out from home and decluttering the house. I mean, gosh, there's just so many fun things that I wouldn't say that's fun, but so many great things that we had to do to just make us more efficient and appreciate life more. So anyways, what I wanted to talk about today were the difference between pressure and stress. How many have heard that before? Where I think people mistaken pressure to stress. Pressure is more like, if you ever watch sports and you see Tom Brady just win the Super Bowl, he had a lot of pressure to win this year. He just moved from one team. He had a whole new team around him. And he had a lot of pressure to win the Super Bowl. If you're the last guy who's going to take the shot, let's say you know you play basketball and they, they give it to you to take the last shot, it's because they give you that, that, that opportunity because they believe you could make that shot. That means you could handle the pressure. So the reason why I prefer pressure and I love pressure, it means that I put enough work and energy in the past that I've been given the ability to try to test that pressure. Stress is different to me. Stress is something like sometimes you can't control it. Like if you have a death in the family, I mean, that could stress you out. I, I know how that feels. I've lost family members and it doesn't feel good at all. Sometimes you may go through a financial reversal. Have you ever been through a financial reversal? It wasn't your, your mistake. Have you ever experienced a mortgage crisis back in the 2007 and 8? I mean, that wasn't anybody's fault. It was just the world changed at that time. So that can stress you out because what are you going to do? You've been doing this business a certain way for so many years, and all of a sudden it's gone. That's stressful. But pressure is different. Pressure is figuring out what you're going to do next. Pressure is, you know, what kind of movement can you make? What, kind, what could you do to make a difference, right? Because I think that you want more pressure throughout your day. But you definitely don't want to have as much stress. And there's a lot of stress relievers. You know, you could meditate, you could read, you could you do whatever you have to do to kind of alleviate. And there's many things you could possibly do to do that, whether it be sleep, your diet, 
all kinds of stuff, right? But wanting more pressure. And I think if you look at your day, sometimes you could realize you weren't putting enough pressure situations that you could probably take on more. I know that sounds crazy, but you probably could, right? But I want to talk about that because I believe there's three types of people. And you could categorize yourself and say, which one am I? But I look at it with three types of people. And one of them is, you come, sometimes you could call them an underachiever, or underperformer. How's that? And an underperformer or underachiever, they have doubts, they got worries, they definitely have fears in their life. But you know, they sometimes could blame circumstances, uh, background, maybe what they didn't have in the past, or uh, they didn't get a proper training, or maybe... They were brought up in a certain neighborhood or they went to a certain school or lack of a school or, or whatever. And nothing against them. You know, I'm nothing against underperformers. I know it's, it's out there. You hear about the 80-20 rule. If you haven't, it's like 20% of any organization does 80% of the business. The other 80% is doing the remaining, right? So majority of the highest numbers come from the 20 percenters. And that's not an underachiever or an underperformer. They're part of the 80% right? Well, they don't want to make a major shift. They, they, don't, they don't really care. They just want to maybe just get enough and then they're done. They don't, they're not really worried about getting any higher than where they are. But then there's also what I call performers, or you could call them achievers, if you will. But they also have the same doubts and fears and worries as anybody else, even an underachiever. They have the same doubts. But what's different about them is, you know, they want to be better than average. Have you ever seen that before? People, they're just happy to be better than everybody else. But they may not be pushing to their absolute best, but their version is better than the average. You know what I mean? So they kind of settle right there. Nothing wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not against any of these, you know, three different types. I'm just saying, you know, you just going to choose. Sometimes you may be one and another thing than another. But the reality is that on performers or achievers, they may not be their highest version of themselves because they may be interested in something or let's say interested in winning, but they're not committed to winning. It's like for me, I'm interested in playing the piano. I am. I, I've seen people play it and I'm like, wow, I wish I could do that. I'm interested in a piano, <laughs> in playing the piano, but I'm not committed. I've never taken lessons. I've never even called someone to give me lessons. So I may be interested, but I'm not committed to it. And then you meet these different types of people. And you know, you probably see it on TV when you see like, again, you know, a sports player, Michael Jordan, you see him on TV and this guy, is not an underachiever. He's not an underperformer. He is a top performer. Wouldn't you agree to that? Certain people in their business or sport, they're at the highest level, right? But do you believe that a high producer or a high performer, do you think they have doubts? Yes, they do. You think they have fears? Absolutely. You think they doubt themselves every day? Of course they do. But the difference between a top producer or top performer is they rise. They, they're obsessed with getting to the highest version. You know what I mean? I also notice that top performers are always frustrated. Unfortunately, they, they're always frustrated because they can never reach to a top because when they get to one level, there's always another level that's greater that they want to rise to. No matter who you are, no matter how much money you have, or no matter where you, you are in life, there's always a level, there's a gap between where you are and where you want to be. Specifically with the top performer, there's this gap. They always want to get to the highest version, so they're always frustrated that they're not there, which I don't know is always great, but I understand the mentality because they have no desire whatsoever 
to be average or ordinary. No desire. The mere thought of telling them that they are average or they're not going to be a top performer, it just makes them sick. You know, they're not interested to win. They're committed, gosh dang it. They want to win no matter what. And so I love to see sometimes top performers at the highest level because it makes me see that there's another version of everyone. And sometimes, you know, it all depends on what you're doing. If you're doing what you love and you love it every single day, you'll probably want to be a top performer every day. But I'm just going to give you what I call seven keys to potentially tap Maybe your highest level, your top performer side or whatever you want to call it. Okay, I'm going to go through this quickly. Number one, you got to have confidence in yourself. That may be your biggest battle. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in your mental strength? Do you believe in your knowledge of whatever you're offering to your product, whatever product or service you're offering? Do you believe in that 100%? Are you confident of that? But confidence in yourself is always a killer for me. Number two, are you consistent? Do you do the same things every day, the daily rituals and habits, the simple disciplines every day that will get you there? And giving your, your efforts time to compound. So you got to have patience in there as well. Number three, you got to focus. You know, in a world of today, focus is tough. Come on. You got to be with me on that. I mean, you have 24-hour news. You know, when I was younger, the news was over like at 11, okay? But today is 24-hour news. You got, you got notifications on your phone. You got text messages coming in. You got social media with things popping up. I mean, don't tell me it's not easy to be, uh, to be focused. It's hard to be focused. But your focus determines your reality. How you could handle that could, is, could change your life. So being focused is critical, right? Number four, discipline. I call it, you know, dreading something versus doing it. Discipline to doing things when no one's watching. Doing the things you need to do, even if you don't want to do it. You know, it's, it's easy to do things you want to do, you know, but it's not easy to do things you don't want to do. Like when, you, when you're trying to get in your best shape, hey, you can't eat certain foods. This is the way it is. I mean, some people, they go, I'll eat what I want. My diet's this way. Hey, that's great. But still, discipline. Without discipline to maintain whatever program you're on changes everything. Discipline to focus on priorities versus just time management. I did that on another podcast. Priority management versus time management, right? Number five, you got to have the necessary skills to master your craft. You got to have the skills. You can't, you can't be a master like Tom Brady and not know how to throw a football properly. No matter how focused you are doing it, if you can't do it, if you're not practicing, right? Practicing perfect, you're not going to get it. So you got to master your craft. You know, did you learn something that helps you grow every single day and whatever that endeavor is, whatever that is. Number six, you got to have goals. You got to have goals every single day. You got to have something you're chasing. I would always do it like small goals every single day, every single week, every single month, and try to go little by little. Don't say, oh, this month I'm going to make a million dollars this week, and then you're, you're not even close. I mean, give yourself a goal, daily goal, weekly goal, monthly goal. Look at your numbers, go backwards, see where you're at, see where the ratio is or whatever you're doing. Bottom line is you got to constantly have goals or projections of where you're going, knowing your own numbers. That's what I call it. Also committing to time blocking. The time block is a big deal. If you never heard of it, it's blocking the times of your day when you're going to be doing certain things. And, you know, many people have time management. I get it. But time blocking is when you're blocking time and when you're going to be meditating, when you're going to be in appointments, when you're going to be training someone else, whether you're you know, doing marketing. But you got to have time blocking in your day. Right. Create deadlines and you know, what your schedule looks like on your calendar. I mean, I could tell someone's business by just looking at their calendar. You should look at your calendar. If it's empty, you ain't got much going on. <laughs> right. So 
I always look at a calendar as a way to kind of determine where I'm at. Number seven, and this is the last one, your character. Um, I always believe, I think that's everything. Be honest with yourself. You know, are you going to do what's right? You know, honor commitments, tell the truth. You know what I mean? Character, they say, is what you do and when no one is watching. Do you stand for something? You know, uh, do you stick with it? Do you, uh, do you look at uh, things as a way to get better every day versus a, a pessimistic way of looking at life? So I think character, integrity, all the great things you probably heard of when you were growing up as a kid. So those seven things, I hope they help you today. I am really excited. I could go on longer, but I, I think it's time <laughs> to end the day. But I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Hopefully today serves you, everybody, and have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, show your support by subscribing or leaving a rating and a review. Until next time, this is the Decisive Point Podcast with your host, Jeffrey Delgado.